Welcome to JD Inspo Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Dempsey. JD Inspo Podcast is a safe space for women all around to come together to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. Most importantly, we will talk about self-care, self-love, and many ways you can elevate to the highest version of yourself. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Hello, you guys. Welcome to episode two of JD Inspo Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are not, be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, JD Inspo underscore, to stay connected with me beyond this podcast episode. So today's episode is titled as Bossing Up Through a Pandemic. And on this episode, I interviewed Alexis Sims, known as I Am The Real Lex on Instagram. Later in this episode, she's going to dive more into what she does. We met each other through social media and our connection has been amazing ever since. So I'm super grateful for meeting her and being able to interview her for her to dive more into her life and what she does. So let me just tell you what I did the other day. The other day, I decided randomly that I wanted to take a solo vacation for myself. And I took it because I feel like because of this whole pandemic, I haven't really been able to travel in the way that I want to. And I kind of just got tired of looking at the same environment, the same space, being at my house all the time. And sometimes you just want a little bit of change for yourself. So I literally randomly got up one day, um, I think it was Thursday, and decided like, you know what, I'm going to take a solo vacation. I ended up um, getting a hotel for myself they had a pool I had to make a few calls around because you know with the whole pandemic there's really a lot of restrictions in terms of traveling a few hotels I called said they were only taking essential workers and you had to provide proof of that and then there were other places I called where no amenities were open for breakfast or um, the pool and I really was eager to find a place that had a pool open because I was like I want to touch a little bit of water or something and I'm a big person and a big fan of the beach I haven't gone to the beach all summer and I truly do miss that and so I was just like you know what I gotta like change my scenery really quick and just taking that solo vacation without worrying about any other commitments or responsibilities I had it was just super helpful to me I felt refreshed and recharged I actually was able to watch a uh, TV because if you guys don't know, I don't know if I share this on any of my podcast episodes, but I don't really sit down and watch television as much just because I'm always on go with doing a lot of things. I have sat down every so often to watch Moesha on Netflix and a game, but I never really genuinely sit down every day like everyone else does every day to watch TV. And so it was just nice being at the hotel, watching TV, watching Martin and kind of just relaxing and eating my favorite foods and snacks and things like that and I listened to some of my favorite music I was able to do content so it was just like super relaxing and I encourage you um, who's ever listening to this to definitely take a solo vacation because you will feel so recharged and refreshed and I'm a person I don't mind doing things by myself I know people get a little sketchy about doing things by themselves but I really do enjoy um, time alone with myself because I feel like it helps me to understand myself more as a person I kind to tune into myself more and I kind of just figure out what areas do I want to grow in, what things am I struggling with in my personal life that I truly want to work on. So solo vacations I feel like are needed. I encourage you to do it, you know, at least a few times throughout the year because it's just super helpful. I really just enjoy um, alone time and being to myself. It's like the best thing ever. 
Um, so I wanted to talk about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. I know that it touched a lot of us in some type of way. And I just remember I literally had just got out the shower and I was sitting on my bed. And when I got on Instagram, I seen him and I seen a few people posting him. I'm like, please don't let this say that he passed away. And when I was reading people captions, I was just blown away. And I instantly cried and my heart just broke because anybody who suffers from cancer, um, it just really bothers me a lot in a way now. And it touches me a lot because you guys know from previous episodes that I shared, I lost my mom to stage for breast cancer. So it really does touch me in a unique way that I can't really describe and so um I just remember um like seeing that and I instantly cried I literally went and prayed for all of my family and friends and even people I follow on my Instagram just praying for everyone and their health and life because we cannot take life for granted life is short you know death is promised to all of us and you know you really have to live your life and enjoy it and um, I remember a point in time when people were making fun of him because of the weight loss and they thought that he was doing drugs. They me, People were just making all these like random assumptions and it's like in reality he was fighting a deadly disease that no one knew about and I'm pretty sure a close family and friends that he wanted to know knew about this for years but it was very amazing how he had a solid team that didn't expose his business and um I had seen him do an interview and the interview, I think this was around the time when either Black Panther had already came out or was on its way to coming out into the movie theater. And he was talking about these two kids who uh, had cancer and they were terminally ill. They were in the process of um, being really sick and um, dying. And um, he said that those two kids had talked about like how Black Panther really meant a lot to them and they wanted to see it and they were fighting to stay here and stay alive to really see um, the movie. And at that point in time, he was suffering and going through his sickness, but we would have never knew, right? And so he became super emotional when he talked about these two boys because I think they had passed. So I don't even know if they even saw the Black Panther movie. And it just touched me um, in a way. And so um, I want to say never judge anyone off of appearance. It's so important that you don't because honestly, you never know what someone is going through. And people who are making jokes now about it probably feel super bad because it's like while you guys are making jokes about this man this man was definitely sick and fighting a deadly disease that was beyond him and so you just have to be careful to never judge people off appearance and like kind of thinking about myself as a person I remember being in high school and I remember um when people used to always think of me as being this girl that was either stuck up or didn't want to talk to people and it was based off of my appearance and once people get to know me they know I have this loving and genuine funny and bubbly spirit personality and they'll say to me like you know in the beginning I thought you were this person but you're really not that way so you just have to really be careful to never judge people off of their appearance because you never know uh what they're going through behind a closed door you really have to just um be kind to everyone because like I said you never know what a person is going through at the end of the day and I've seen people making comments like he suffered in silence and I don't agree to that point I don't believe he suffered in silence I believe he had a great solid team around him he had genuine family and friends around him that knew of his sickness and he didn't want to share it with the world and I felt like that's okay he wasn't entitled to share with us and say hey you guys I'm sick and people going through that it's really hard to probably talk about that and share that's not something fu um, fun or exciting to talk about 
at the end of the day. And I feel like even though he didn't share his sickness to the world, he shared many great things, inspiration, motivation, what it looks like to be a superhero, giving back to others, giving young kids a hope and a dream for the future that anything is possible for them. And I think most people um, feel like he was entitled to share that. And I don't think that's the case in any way. And I kind of reflect back to my own mother being sick and having cancer and her not exposing and sharing with everyone. She really kept it intimate with just um, a minimum of family members. And at the point in time when she passed away, so many people were like, oh my gosh, why didn't she share or tell anyone? And it's hard for someone to share that. That's not a great feeling to even talk about. And it takes a minute for that person to process it. And even with my mom, she didn't tell me until a little while after when it ended up being stage four about her sickness. So most people don't understand that. And I never was upset with my mom um, or anything like that because I understood like this is a hard thing. You're trying to to process it and you told me when you felt like it was needed for me to know and my mother she didn't want to be a burden on her own kid's life she wanted us to really live our lives and enjoy it and not feel like she was holding us back for anything from anything I'm sorry and so that's why it's just um important for everyone to be careful that you never judge someone off of their appearance or anything like that and I know what that experience is like because I was one who personally went through it with my own mother and um um, what I can say is I'm very resilient. I have precious and the best memories with my mom through her chemo, through her journey, from washing my mom's hair, from showering her, from doing all sorts of things. There are just memories that are always going to stick with me. Um, and I miss my mom so much. Like I always uh, just wish like she can be here for this girl with and the woman that I am today. And it really touched me deeply and I cried and I instantly thought about my mom when I seen the passing of him because cancer has no discrimination, honestly. Like it's, I feel like it takes some of the most innocent and beautiful souls away from the face of this earth but um, I think in reality we should all know that you know we're all going to pass away someday but while we're here not why not make a legacy for ourselves why not do things that will live on through future generations and that's what I'm really big on that's what I've been kind of just working on doing everything because I really want to leave behind a legacy for people that will live on through future generations I don't want to just leave this earth and say hey I was here I lived and I paid bills and I worked full-time no I want to have things that will speak for me and that will live on through the lives of others and touch the lives of others because that's important. So think about the importance of building a legacy while you're here. Pray every day, never take your life for granted. And always remember someone is going through something way worse than what you're going through if you're going through a very tough time in your life. But the power of prayer and having God by your side or whoever your higher power is, I feel like it's just so um, important. So um, speak life into yourself and pray for everyone in your life, your family, your friends, people on your timeline, because you just never know what anyone is going through. And that's important. So that's kind of what I wanted to share. And on a brighter note, I wanted to share with you guys that I've really been seeing some amazing women boss up through a pandemic. It's been amazing to see so many women, especially women of color, bossing up through a pandemic with many businesses. And it's more uh, females than it is males that are bossing up through this pandemic. So it's just super amazing to see um, what this pandemic has brought about for everyone. And not that everyone is entitled to boss up in some way, but 
it just shows you that even through a challenging time, there's still hope, there's still opportunity for everyone to do amazing things. And we shouldn't let a pandemic stop us. I know I didn't let a pandemic stop my plans. It may have stopped at most my traveling uh, plans and also like planning events, but it didn't stop the vision and the goal that I had in mind for myself this year. So shout out to all the women. If you're one who's listening to this and you started a business through this pandemic, congrats to you. Much love to you. So let's dive into into today's episode of Bossing Up Through a Pandemic with Alexis Sims. All right, you guys, on this podcast episode today, I have here with me Alexis. So me and Alexis actually met on Instagram. And so I remember I came across her page one day and I reached out to her. And ever since then, we pretty much had um, a strong connection. So first of all, Alexis, I want to thank you so much for coming on to this podcast episode today. How are you feeling? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing well. I can't complain. So um, the power of um, social media connection is really huge, I feel like. And I feel like me, you have really made a great connection. We're kind of doing the same similar things in terms of women empowerment. Um, So it's just really awesome to connect with other like-minded women who are kind of doing the same thing. Um, And so, you know, Alexis, um, we've been known, we've known each other for about a few months, I want to say. And so we're kind of going to dive into some general questions that I'll ask her, and then she's going to dive more into what she actually does. So um, first off, Alexis, let's start off by sharing with the audience where you're from and tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so I'm originally uh, from Chattanooga, Tennessee, but I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, So I've been in the Nashville area. Well, I originally moved to Murfreesboro, but I've been in Nashville for going on two years now. Um, They're about 30 minutes apart from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was born and raised in Chattanooga, grew up um, there, went to school there and everything. I, after I graduated, I stayed in Chattanooga. My plan was to, you know, go off to college, you know, like most um, seniors when they first graduate. Um, But my circumstances were different. Um, Mm -hmm. My great aunt, um, who I call mom because she raised me, Mm -hmm. um, she had a, she had a stroke my senior year of high school. So I chose to stay home with her and attend a community college and pursue a nursing degree. Um, I always wanted to work in health, um, Mm -hmm. mainly because my mom, when I was younger, um, when I was 12, she passed away from sickle cell anemia. So sorry to hear that. Yes, thank you. Um, So that just geared me towards health and really wanting to help people. Um, And so I stayed at the community college for about four years. And then my great aunt, she got a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she just said, you know, Lexus, I want you to go out here and, you know, chase your dreams your goals what you want to do and so that's when I say you know I'm gonna take a leap of faith and transfer to a university um you know when I got there you know God shifted my plans um I wasn't able to get into the nursing program it wasn't what I thought 
Um, but I just, you know, really continue to trust in God. You know, I never thought of doing anything else outside of nursing, but Mm -hmm. I really just prayed and I was able to, you know, speak to an advisor and, you know, pretty much get some guidance from her and just really trust God. And I ended up, uh, getting my degree in community and public health. Nice. So right now, um, what I do is I'm a public health project administrator for a nonprofit organization. Um, but I also read recently launched my business about a month and a half ago congrats thank you (laughs) (laughs) um so I'm super excited you know about that so that's what I do from for now um you know my goal is to you know continue to build and expand my business as much as possible um Mm -hmm. so I can strictly focus on that Yep. Um, Well, you are definitely a resilient person just from what you shared um you know talking about the loss of your mom and things that at a point in time when I had graduated from school and I was so eager to have a job at a certain point in time Mm -hmm. but it was God's choice to have me stay home because my mom was getting really sick and it was literally a week before um, she had passed and I just started this job so it's kind of amazing how everything works out but you are a very resilient person I can just tell you know even though we haven't um, physically met each other but you have a genuine spirit and I can tell based off like our conversations and when we talk and stuff so I know it's been super crazy during this whole pandemic and I'm curious to know what have you been doing um during this whole pandemic to keep yourself busy um so during the pandemic you know when it first started you know I was going through you know probably pretty much what everyone else was you know Mm -hmm. is really trying to acknowledge that we're in a pandemic (laughs) of course yeah um and you know I with me working in public health I work with COVID-19 it's in my face every day you know I get on to work so the most important thing that I've had to do is really pour into myself more and put my mental health first because if I don't do that, then I'm everywhere. And, you know, I, you know, have dealt with anxiety in the past. And, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it come and it tries to, you know, take over. But I really have to put my foot down and speak to it and, you know, say not today. And so I feel like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was really anxious, you know, not too much anxious for myself, but, you know, just looking on the the news, like being in the media about how many cases it were and everything. And so I was really just, you know, worried about my mom just because she's up in age and she's high risk. But I just thank God every day because, you know, she's in a assisted living facility now and they have had Mm -hmm. not one case. Oh, awesome. I just thank God for, you know, her covering and everything and just keeping her safe and, you know, just my other family, you know, my friends, you know, that's who I was worried about everyone that I'm connected Mm -hmm. to. And so, um, you know, that, and so just pouring into myself, just really praying and, you know, just me staying focused and just trying to, you know, give my 110% every day. And during the pandemic with me doing that, God just gave me another vision on what he wanted me to do. Um, you know, I've always Mm -hmm. talked about, Uh, being a motivational speaker for about two years now um, Mm -hmm. and really just pouring into others because I feel like God always uh, make a way. So I'm pouring into some person that I don't even know. It can be on social media. It could be in a grocery store. It could be at a job anywhere. And so 
he gave he gave me a new vision um and so i really been focused on you know building my business um you know writing down my goals things that i want to accomplish um mm-hmm. and so i'm honestly thankful for this pandemic because you know i started my new job okay. within my career in january so um you know it, it this job it requires a lot of travel and so I would have been gone every month maybe twice a month and you know Mm -hmm. I already said you know I want to focus on my business this year I want to focus on my blog and that's something else I'm working on so I feel like if this pandemic wouldn't have happened then I would not be focused because I would be traveling coming back exhausted you know not focusing so God really shifted that and so that's what I've been able to focus on and it's really helped me with my anxiety um, Good. And, you know, just keeping my, you know, my mind positive and just, you know, praying more and meditating more, just, you know, sticking to my routine. Yep. Yeah, that's really good. That's awesome. And I think um, kind of like the points that you made, like knowing that kind of I think for both me and you, this pandemic has been like a blessing in disguise. Like I know everyone has a different experience or different emotions and feelings when it comes to this pandemic. But I can say we both bossed up through a pandemic. um, So we have to give ourselves kudos for that. Um, And it's definitely important when you're pouring into others consistently that you're pouring into yourself. I feel like that's the most important thing that you do and know and you know when it comes to women empowerment and you know we're leading the way to inspire and help other women we have to make sure we pour back into ourselves because it's like we can't pour from empty cups at the end of the day so I feel like that's valuable and key to make sure we're consistently pouring back into ourselves but congratulations on the new job and thank the new business the new (laughs) business venture that's like super exciting and also to the point that you made, like, you know, sometimes God, he like shifts our plans in unexpected ways. And it ends up being the best experience um, for us when we least expect it to be. So that's really awesome. So I guess I want to ask you next, what are your forms of self-care to help like keep you sane and calm when you just have a lot going on between work, your business, um, inspiring and helping other women? What is your form of self-care? So I really, um, you know, have to just take a break from everything, really Mm -hmm. do nothing. Um, And so I'll use my most recent self-care day. So uh, this past Friday, you know, it was a long week. I had to go through a training for work. I was focused Mm -hmm. on my business, um, doing some other things to take my business to the next level. And Friday, you know, I just said, you know, Alexis, you're going to have to sit down this weekend. <laughs> you know, you, okay, you're not going to yep. be able to do anything um, because you need to, you know, you need to pour into yourself. You know, I just mm-hmm. felt like the end of last week, I did not have any more to give. Um, mm. And so that Friday, I chose to, you know, take me a long hot bath, um, yes. meditate put on me some calming music mm-hmm. and after that I literally just laid in my bed and just relaxed and still had some meditation music playing you know just focusing on the sound focusing on my breaths and it mm-hmm. was the best feeling ever and so that's something that I do as part of self-care another thing that I do um, is re- read my devotion and I do like writing because like I said I am in the process of launching a few blogs and so I feel okay. like when I um when I get very busy or when I feel like I need to pour into myself, I'll start writing and that's very peaceful and calming to me. So writing, 
uh, meditating, taking long baths, you know, taking a okay. shower and just let everything fall off, you know, from that day yep. or previous days, reading a book, you know, yep. even just seeing, dr- drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I, I totally, I totally agree on that. Um, and it's been plenty of times where I have just not felt like myself. And, you know, I don't share everything on social media, but there has been plenty of times, even last week, even where I just did not feel like myself. And I had to um, just kind of fall back from everything. I had to kind of just unplug myself from things. And, you know, you don't always have to give an explanation to everyone why you can't do certain things or why you're feeling overwhelmed or anything because you don't owe an explanation to anyone. But there are times where I just feel like, I'm empty and I have to fill myself back up because either I'm overwhelmed or I'm stressed by personal things that I'm going through. So it happens. And knowing that, you know, we're human, um, things happen, it's learning to be okay with it and not beating ourselves up when we don't feel like ourselves or our best self to, you know, give back to others or, you know, pour back out to others. So I totally do um, get and understand that. So Alexis, my next question for you is um, how do you keep yourself motivated and inspired to do all all the things that you're currently doing now? I feel like, um, you know, I write down what motivates me. You know, I know what motivates mm-hmm. me. Uh, I, you know, I want to make both of my moms proud. Yeah. Um, you know, I always, you know, tell people, you know, even though my mom, she's not here with me physically. And, you know, when, mm-hmm. you know, she passed away when I was young and we mm-hmm. did not have an extremely close relationship. Okay. But I, tell people that she is with me spiritually and she sees the woman that I'm growing and becoming into and you know my great aunt she always tells me how proud she is of me Mm -hmm. um and you know she know I can be the best that I can be and she has been through it you know with Mm -hmm. me through the challenges and everything and so I just you know always thank God that she's in perfect health um and you know she's had some challenges you know with her health and being admitted into the hospital but you know she's better and you know she made it to my graduation last year and she had you know tears in her eyes and it was just you know she was really proud of me and so I feel like you know I just have to remind myself you know I want to make them proud of me Mm -hmm. and that really just you know that keeps me going and you know my clients you know since I've been with my business life coaching, you know, mm-hmm. my clients, they tell me, you know, Alexis, I'm in a different headspace. You know, I'm mm-hmm. glowing now. I'm smiling more. You know, you're helping me. Good. And so that, what, that keeps me going. And when people on social media, you know, when I post my motivational messages or videos or whatever, and they, you know, tell me I needed this, you know, I needed to hear the, yep. that message. That's confirmation right there that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So exactly. In the mornings, you know, sometimes we don't, you know, you post consistently too sometimes mm-hmm. you know we don't want to get up in the morning and post yep. all the time but something I have to remind myself it's not about me and how I feel you know it's yep. about serving and you know pouring into these ladies and you know somebody there it's always somebody waiting on us you know where's Alexa yep. post where's Janae post so yeah that's really what motivates me and I just have to remind myself that constantly every day Yep. Yep. And, and I agree with everything that you said and kind of just going back to what you said, like, you know, my mom passed away as well, um, to stage for breast cancer back in 2016. And, you know, I really genuinely wish that she could be here, you know, physically to see my accomplishments, but I know more than anything, she's proud with me in spirit and she's there with me in spirit. I know that for sure. 
part that says, you know, I wish she was actually, Mm -hmm. you know, here for that. And then going to your point as well, just about like, you know, people look forward to what we post. It inspires them. It helps them because, you know, if they're not looking from a post from me, they're looking for something from you. People are inspired by that. You never know what one person or many people may be um, looking forward to what you have to post every day. And so, you know, it is important to be consistent. But, you know, if you're having an off day, that's okay if you're not feeling like yourself because you don't want to be able to pour from an empty cup. But um, I think that's important to, you know, when you know your passion and purpose, and it seems like you're very clear of what your passion and purpose is, and that is to inspire and, you know, help other women. So um, I do like that as well. So tell us, Alexis, um, some of the strength and challenges that you had throughout this year so far. Um, Some of the strengths that I have, um, some of the strengths that I had this year, I would say really just uh, being consistent um, Mm -hmm. and more disciplined in some areas um, of my life. I would say discipline was my word of the year. Okay. Um, And yesterday I took the time to reflect um, because I have a planner that, you know, pretty much reminds me, you know, things and, you know, things that I want to accomplish and all of my Mm -hmm. goals. And this month, May quarter two. So I reflected on that and, you know, I just have been very disciplined and focused and consistent, you know, with my business, with trying to figure out my blogs and just mm-hmm. doing mo- more research and really just, you know, becoming more confident yes. um, and really just, you know, turning into the God, turning into the woman that God created me to be. Yep. Um, that's, you know, really a strength um, I feel like I've had this year and a challenge this year, I would say, balancing um my nine to five and also tending to my business yeah has been an extremely hard challenge Mm -hmm. Um, yeah but you know I'm you know making it work I'm praying every day you know I just you know know what I can do and what I can't do and I used to try and work on my business while I'm working when I had downtime but now Mm -hmm. it seems like I can't do that since we're picking back up yeah um with you know public health activities and everything and so you know I just remind myself that everything will happen in God's timing you know I'm not yeah. in a waste with anybody uh, or anything so I just you know let go and let God and just of you know course. trust he'll fully equip me you know he'll give me strength and rest and I just try and rest when I need to and not yeah. overwork myself and so yeah the balance thing is definitely an everyday learning process for me. Yes, <laughs> for everyone, everyone. Yes, I, I totally um, agree on that. And so um, going back to what you said about like working and then also um, giving time to your business as well, that was my struggle a lot in the beginning. Um, and now that I'm so passionate about women empowerment and the things that I'm doing, it's like, I wouldn't say I don't have the desire for my job anymore or I'm not as interested, but it's like I know where I want most of my focus to go. Um, And it was hard for me in the beginning to try to balance out both work and, you know, my business as well. But because I'm super passionate. 
just found a way to make time instead of excuses for myself because mm-hmm. I know it's something that I genuinely wholeheartedly care about. Like, you know, JD Inspo is like my baby. So in order to see it grow and to flourish to something beautiful, I have to be consistent and put the work in for it to manifest into something beautifully. So, you know, it can be challenging when, you know, we want to give our hundred percent to the thing that we love, but then we also have other commitments. So, you know, it's been a learning process for me and I can say, honestly, this year is the first year that I've ever been consistent with anything that I've seen stuff through. It's been plenty of times where I've had an idea in mind, a business idea, and I didn't pursue it. But I can say this year, um, I've really been consistent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is hard, but eventually you figure out a schedule and things that works best for you. Because I could tell you something that may work for me, but it may not work for you. Or you could tell me something that may work for you in terms of managing your time, but it may not work for me. So it's all about like finding that personal balance that you know pretty much um, works for you so I totally understand that um what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment this year so far um so my biggest accomplishment this year um I would say working you know in my working in my public health career um, okay you know before my business you know, I, I can't forget, you know, my original goal and what I wanted my biggest accomplishment to be. Yeah. Um. But, you know, January 2020 uh, is when I started working um, in public health. And okay. I have a passion for public health because it's all about giving back to people and working yep. on the side of prevention instead yep. of diagnosing. So I'm helping an entire population, you know, with, um, underlying health issues, um, you know, specifically, you know, I work with American Indians and Alaska natives, um, Mm. increasing their public health infrastructure. And so it's just amazing to, you know, to work in my field and be able to give back and, you know, hear them say, you know, thank you, Alexis, you know, you get Mm -hmm. things done, you know, you're dependable, you're reliable. And, you know, my managers, they, you know, appreciate me. And so that's, you know, that is one of my biggest accomplishments this year is just God blessing me with this amazing opportunity because a girl, I prayed about this. Like I remember (laughs) praying on my Mm -hmm. knees and like, you know, I want a job where I, I can grow and I'm extremely blessed because Good. they pay for other, you know, trainings that we can go through Good. and certificate programs. And so that's honestly my biggest accomplishment this year. Good. I love it. And um, I think that's what kind of drew me to doing social work. So I'm a behavioral health specialist, as you know, and mm-hmm. I service about like 40 clients on average that have like mental health issues, HIV and AIDS. And so from that experience, like most of my clients find me to be most supportive to them. And if I, if it's one thing I know, if I haven't been able to do anything for myself at the end of the day, I know that I was able to help someone else exactly. um, and, you know, give back to them if I couldn't give back to myself. So at the same time, it is rewarding um, to be able to help others and give back to others, especially for those who have gone through traumatic experiences and they're just trying to figure out life. So, you know, it's like managing my life, but then also my client's lives as well so that and you have to have a heart for that you have to be very compassionate when it comes to these kind of things to be able to help others um, who go through tough challenges Mm -hmm. and experiences so it definitely makes sense so Alexis tell us who influences you the most 
who influences me the most? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would say Sarah Jakes Roberts. Yes, she we love her. <laughs> she is my biggest influencer uh, she yes. is such a god-fearing woman yeah she is I feel like no matter what you're going through if you're having a good day if you're having a bad day or if you're yep. just not feeling your day you can just listen to five minutes of her and your mm-hmm. entire mood will change exactly yep no I agree um that video I think you've seen the video that I posted on my page not too long ago yes I tell you when I tell you I watch that video every day just for motivation because it talks about the importance of like passion and seeing things through to the end yes. and being passionate to the end like that was just a drive for me it was so um, heart filling for me that it brought tears to my eyes because when pe- some people don't understand like what it means to be passionate about something and being consistent and working hard to get to where you want to be and so I felt every word it was just powerful but I love Sarah Jake Roberts she's like super inspiring and motivating and the book that you actually told me about I actually got it I haven't dived into it yet but I'm looking forward to dive into it after I finish um, reading my book that I'm currently um, reading now um, so a Alexis, let's dive in more to your coaching. Tell us all about that, how it got started. What is like your mission and purpose with these women that you work with? Okay, so, you know, like I said, I, you know, launched my business about a month and a half ago. Um, The name Mm -hmm. of my business is I Am The Real Lex. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the mission of my business is to empower women across the world. You know, I want to help women. Um, will teach women, you know, and give them the principles on how to, um, you know, walk in confidence, just not self-confidence, but God confidence. Yes. Because that's where it all starts. I want to teach women how to love themselves and the mm-hmm. importance of self-love because everything starts with you. You know, yeah. you have to love yourself before you can love other people. Exactly. Um you know, and that's one thing I preach all the time. And I also want to help women um, reach their purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I tell people and, you know, this is, you know, the word I'm spreading, spreading, no matter what your past may look like, no matter what experiences you have gone through. Yeah. You know, God still has a plan and a purpose for your life. Um, yeah. And so that's really, um, you know, my mission is I want to help women, um, you know, reach their purpose and become the woman that God has created them to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that business, I will be transparent with women um, Mm -hmm. by sharing my own stories. And, you know, I will have a blog so women can, you know, read up on and, you know, just... Yeah, read about what I have gone through because mm-hmm. I know what it's I know what it's like to lack confidence. You know, I know what it's exactly. like to lack confidence yep. in God. I've been there. I know what it's like to not love myself, to settle for less in jobs yep. and relationships. And yep. I know what it's like to, you know, feel like that I didn't have a purpose. I was struggling. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure it out. I wasn't happy. 
but you have to, you know, have someone to get you through that. And I feel like exactly. I, I feel like it was only me and God. And yep. I feel like did nobody understand what I was going through. You know, I probably had one or two friends I could call, I could vent to. Um, but it was really just me and God. And so I just want to be that person that can help them. And so with my business, you know, I'm going to be creating a coaching program. Okay. Um, you know, that's going to be dedicated, um, you know, specifically for women. Um, I don't have a you know, problem with helping men because men need help too, but it'll mm-hmm. be specifically for women. Um, you know, I'm just praying, asking God for direction and just giving me a, a his vision for it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I want the co- coaching program to go, how many weeks, if mm-hmm. I want to do individual sessions. So I'm really just trying to figure everything out. But right now, um, I do provide complimentary coaching. I have okay. about five clients at the moment, and I'm not accepting any more because, um, you know, with my nine to five and my coaching, I have to still have time for myself. So, exactly. You know, with um, my clients right now, um, like I said, it's completely complimentary. Um, you know, everything is confidential. Usually what will happen is, you know, they would just send me a DM and let me know that they were interested in coaching. Okay. Uh, I would get their email. I have a questionnaire that I've already created. It will give a brief uh, background about me and some things that I've been through just so they can get to know me before our call. And then I have okay. a questionnaire for them to fill out, just pretty much asking, um, you know, their name, age, occupation, you know, what um, what's their vision? What are their most, you know, they most grateful for? What's your morning routine? You know, okay. what do you want to accomplish by the end of our session today or the end of the program? So I okay. can get an idea because I strongly believe that in order for you um, to grow and prosper in life and achieve whatever you want to achieve, you have to have a goal. Yep, so if exactly. you don't have a goal, then as a life coach, you know, I'm there to help you and guide you because you know you just got done talking about passion mm-hmm. and passion you know in in that message I believe we're talking about the same message about Sarah Jakes Roberts yep. was talking about your passion leads to your purpose and yep, a lot of does. people they don't know that because mm-hmm. you know they're you know n- no one's helping them so I want yep. to be that person to help them and pour into them and so I pretty much just always you know ask them a lot of questions you know what's holding you back what are you fearful of mm-hmm. and just put a lot of things in perspective for them um, and encourage them and provide them with some tools like meditation reading devotions I'll check up on them about once or twice a week to see how things are going okay um, and I've had one client who has been dedicated for about six weeks now and when That's I tell awesome. you um, you know from the first time we had our coaching call um she had so much that she was holding on to Mm. Um, very emotional on the phone and our most recent coaching call last week you know she is just smiling and you know she said you know and I asked her you know I asked her was this benefiting her because you know I just wanted to get that feedback and she said yes you know she was like I tell people about you all the time and that just warmed my heart and just made me and I was just like thank God like this is what I Mm -hmm. want to do I want to serve I want to help people 
Yeah. Um, and so I just can't wait until it expands, you know, and go to, you know, the next level. You know, yeah. I want to be worldwide and help everybody. Yes. <laughs> and you will you will be claiming, speaking into existence and it will manifest for sure. And that's awesome how, you know, you're coming in your time to helping those five women currently and helping them to come out of their comfort zone and also helping them to figure out what their passion and purpose is. So that's awesome. And I think the importance of transparency transparency and when you show like your raw and honest side to people people will love you for that that's why you know I'm in a place now where you know I share and tell my story not for anyone to feel sympathy for me but because I want people to know I've been through things I'm human but I'm not a product of my environment I was able to push through my obstacles and the same can happen for you so you know it's really um, awesome when you can share your raw and honest side with people so they can see like okay she doesn't have her life all figured out or she's been through some things but she got to where she is today and that's what I think is like key when it comes to helping and inspiring um, other women so I do definitely commend you for you know helping other women to get to where they want to be and it seems like from the relationships that you built so far that you know women come in with this one perspective and by the time they finish you know working with you and stuff it seems like they kind of have a better focus they feel more confident and you know what they're doing so I'm even more super excited to see you get more clients just to see what that outcome will look like because this is you know you getting your feet wet as a start but as years goes on it's going to grow and manifest into something beautiful and it's nothing like you know like word of mouth like one person sharing with you do what you do with another person and them bringing them to you so that's really you know awesome how everything is um forming together now in terms of goals with the clients do you help them to curate goals or you kind of like make them be a little bit independent in creating their own goals and like kind of figuring out like how they're going to work towards them how does that work so with the five clients that I have right now um each of them have um written down a goal okay uh, that they want to achieve on the questionnaire mm-hmm. and so you know as a life coach you know I just pretty much you know ask questions because you know sometimes they you know something we do it too you know sometimes we may think you know something's too hard or we may not Mm -hmm. be able to do it but it's just those thoughts that we you know put in our head and so I encourage them to take small steps yeah and to you know pray about it and you know most of my clients you know their goals have been um, you know, just develop a better relationship with God to be mm-hmm. at peace, to be happy within themselves, to love themselves, you know, to let go of the past so they can mm-hmm. fo- focus on the future. And okay. so I feel like I can definitely, um, you know, help them uh, maneuver through uh, whatever season they are in because yeah. I have already experienced those things which they are going mm-hmm. through and want to achieve and so I pretty much you know just ask them questions um, and then when I ask them questions they answer and you know they are like oh you know wow you know this is you know what I need to do and it basically just reveals that they are capable of doing whatever they put they, you know, exactly. their mind to you know yep. you just needed that extra push you just needed that extra support exactly and like you said with me um being able to um be transparent with them and just mm-hmm. sharing my story you know if they tell me something you know I'm like well 
I I definitely went through that. I definitely understand what you you know you're you yeah. are going through, and so that's when I you know provide them affirmations and teach them how to say the affirmations if they don't know, and explain the power of affirmations and just really um, developing a positive mindset and a positive outlook on things. And yeah. so that's pretty much how we start. We take baby steps, and you know they'll progress on. But as a life coach, I you know. I don't want to hold anybody's hand, you know. I just want to of be course. to push them, you know, to the to the next level and just be mm-hmm. with them on that on their journey in in their season because it you know makes people realize that they are capable of doing whatever they put their minds to and they can achieve exactly. what they want. So exactly, I love that. And so, in terms of the um, like whole coaching session with them do you have a set amount of time that you're working with them so is it long term or is it short term or is it kind of like I guess as they finish and complete their goals you end the relationship with them or how does that whole process work so right now with my five clients that I'm providing complimentary services for it's one of those things that I'm figuring out Um, okay because my longest client I've been seeing her for about six weeks And then I had a client that um, dropped out, you know, she had a lot going on. And, you know, I get it, we all have been through that season where, you know, we're just not focused, we just need to figure everything out. And so I'm, you know, giving her her space, but you know, I'm still praying for her and, you know, asking God, you know, to work in her life to work in her favor of whatever she's battling and going through. So um, my other client, um, that's something that I'm still figuring out, you know, okay. and that's something that I'm figuring out, you know, when I actually launch my, um, program. And so I don't know if it's going to be just an eight week program or if it's going to be a three month program, but right okay. now I feel like since it's complimentary, um, you know, I want to be there as long, you know, as they need me. Um, mm-hmm. but if I do see, um, you know, that they are, you know, have made a major change and they are able to, you know, go out and, you know, do things on their own, then I, you know, I will let them know, you know, I feel like, you know, you've gotten to a point where you're able to walk in confidence, you're able to make these decisions, you know, and just, you know, let them loose. And if they need mm-hmm. to reach out to me, you know, I'll be available, you know, of course, anytime. But that's one of those things that I'm figuring out right now. Yeah. No, I asked that too as well, because I know you have a lot going on, but you know, your time is valuable um, as well in the same sense. So, you know, I was just mm-hmm. curious to know. And so um, my next question for you, Alexis, what has been one main thing that the learned from you so far what is like one thing you would say that kind of sticks out or a particular thing that sticks out when working with these women that you feel like oh they definitely find this to be valuable and helpful in their lives um so I uh one thing that I share with them is that you know First of all, I feel like when people, you know, ask about me and my story and why I do what I do, I always have to tell them, you know, my biological mom passed away because that is one, that's the core of what, why I do, you know, what I, what mm-hmm. I, why I yep. do what I do. And so I tell, you know, I tell them all the time, you know, no matter what you have gone through, no matter what losses you have took, um, and I tell them that 
I was not able to do things normal children did. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in poverty. Yeah. I watched my great aunt struggle. You know, I watched her, you know, stand in line at uh, organizations for bill assistance. You know, I watched I watched her do it all. And mm-hmm. when I turned 17, 18, you know, I wasn't packing my bags going off to college. You know, I was getting a full-time job trying to find a job with insurance and mm-hmm. having to figure out things, you know, that, you know, 25-year-olds and 30-year-olds are trying to figure out. I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out 17 and 18. And so I told them I had nobody but mm-hmm. God. I didn't have nobody to turn to. I didn't have nobody to ask for help or ask okay you help me figure this out I've always been independent and so with that I tell them you can do anything that you put your mind to exactly I tell them all you need is God God will provide resources he will provide people in your life that will help you that will uplift you that's part of your purpose because Mm -hmm. I tell them I came from nothing and when I say nothing I came from nothing and now you know people they would never know that but Mm -hmm. I share my story and I'm transparent and so I feel like with me sharing my story and being transparent you know they take that information and you know you know they're like wow you know it get in you know I never try and you know force you know God on anybody but I share my story and and tell them what God has done for me and how good he's been to me and that makes them you know want to develop a closer relationship with God and you know ask me well can you send me a devotion you know can you send me a scripture this morning and I love that because they are you know really trying to get a deeper connection and relationship with God you know despite Mm -hmm. what they're going through and that's what I tell them it all starts there because he's always working in your life of course yeah and so just being transparent about you know my story when I was younger and everything is really what helps them the most yeah and I I I honestly do love everything um that you shared because you know I've gone through you know similar things as you where I've gone through experiences that people probably wouldn't believe at all and I've been through something Things, but I had to really learn how to turn my pain into my power. And that's just always been my thing. And I share that with people because if I would have stayed in my pain, I wouldn't even be doing half of what I'm doing now. We wouldn't even be doing this episode right now together if I would have stayed in my pain for such a long time. But I think you being able to share your experiences and showing people that, hey, I was in this place where I didn't feel as confident or I was in this space where I was very fearful to do the stuff that I'm doing now, it gives that person a drive to say hey if she can do it I can do it because when one woman uh, wins it's opportunity for the next woman to win so every time I win or I have a success story I think instantly there's this is a win not only for me but for everyone that's around me including you as well Um, and so that's how you know I think of it when it comes to success and it comes to um, helping women so my next question I have for you um Alexis, what is what would you say is like the strength and challenges to being a life coach? Because if you think about it, you're taking on a big responsibility to help women as well. But what would you say say some of the strength and challenges are to that? Um, so my strengths really, um, you know, would just be uh, me being, you know, honest and transparent as mm-hmm. possible. Um, just creating, you know, a Ju- judgment-free environment 
and, you know, building a trust and relationships with my clients. You know, they come in, they get on the coaching call. We do it via Zoom. Okay. So, you know, our, our videos are on, you know, so we can, you know, build that relationship. So they come in not knowing what to expect. But when they get off the phone call, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, thank you so much. Um, and so that's really, um, you know, a strength for me is just uh, being transparent, honest, and really just pouring into them uh, the best of my ability. And I look forward to mm-hmm. coaching. You know, when I have a client, I'm like so excited the that's whole day. <laughs> so um, a challenge would be, um, I guess, um, you know, I've had, um, you know, people to reach out to me and want to schedule. And, you know, I go through the hoops mm-hmm. of sending them the emails um, and, you know, they fill out the questionnaire, but they never join the mm-hmm. call and I message them and, you know, they don't message me back. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, it's normal, you know, I may, you know, just be like, you know, if you're not serious, you know, then you know, don't exactly, reach out at that yeah. time until, you know, you're able to, you know, set aside time because at the end of the day, you know, you are reaching out exactly. to me for coaching. And so I want to coach you, but I can't chase you down. And so that right there motivates me to go ahead and just start building my yeah. website and building my program. Um, you know, and really just setting boundaries with my coaching mm-hmm. program, I feel like that's a challenge because I go above and beyond and boundaries has been something, you know, that I'm learning in all of my mm-hmm. relationships yes. um, with for a couple of years now. And so I feel like, you know, setting boundaries with my clients would be something that would be challenging as a life coach and just understanding that, you know, I can only do what I'm called to do. I can only pour into them as much as I can, but not all people, um, you know, will listen to what I'm saying or take the principles and put them into practice. And so that's something that I have to, um, you know, remove myself from and not blame myself Mm -hmm. and just, you know, understand that I did the best that I can, I could do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, um, I think if you're familiar with this quote, it says something like you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink type of quote. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, I feel the same way about that when it comes to what I do, like you can give people as much advice and tools and resources as you want to, but it's going to be completely up to them if they decide to take heed to whatever it is that you say so I know what it's like because when you're passionate about something and you see so much potential in other people and you want to help other people but they don't have that drive like you I wouldn't say it's necessarily frustrating but it's just like you see so much potential in someone and where they could be and then for them not to pursue certain things and then like you said also your time is valuable when people are reaching out to you when you're scheduling time to you know block off to meet with them to talk with them so I totally get it. And that's why I said, you know, trying to figure out that balance that works for you in terms of, you know, how long you want to do your coaching sessions for and things of that nature, because your time is valuable. And, you know, you are trying to balance out a lot between work, your business, pouring into yourself and, you know, other commitments that you have. So I totally um, do understand that as well. So, um, Alexis, the next question I have for you five years from now, where do you see your um, coaching business being at? Like, do you have a vision in mind of where you want to see it grow at? Yeah, um, you know, I want 
to, I, you know, I pray and I tell God every day, you know, I see my coaching business impacting millions of mm-hmm. women across the world. Um, you know, I always say when this pandemic is over with, I always envision like a big conference room okay. and I just envision, you know, like millions of women attending the conferences um you know I envision like my friends mm-hmm. being, like on the first and second yes and you know even you guys you know being guest mm-hmm. speakers and so you know I just want to impact as much people as possible um I envision traveling yes um out of the country worldwide you know even hosting you know coaching programs and just girl it yes it um you know I don't know um you know Nashville you know this is you know where I reside right now but you know I'm eventually I want to you know live in another state and so you know as an entrepreneur you know I feel like when you're growing when you're becoming a woman God created you to be sometimes you know it requires you yeah of course yeah you never because you never know who you will impact and so you know that's my vision and you know I'm praying and you know manifesting and trusting God that this is going to be a six-figure business this is going to be something that you know I do and something that I love to do and that's what's most most important yes I totally agree Um, I'm excited for what the future holds for you and I know everything is going to work out just keep being consistent keep working hard keep praying because it's going to get to that point where you'll say I pray for this moment. It's here. And you're just going to be so overwhelmed and filled with joy when it actually happens. So I'm super excited. I actually have an idea in mind, but we'll touch base about it after this um, when it comes to, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Um, But another question I wanted to um, ask you as well is um, where you live at, are they big into women empowerment or do you go to any of like before the whole pandemic started, were you going to any type of women empowerment events? Okay. No, um, I wasn't going to any type of women empowerment events. Um, I have my own group of friends okay. um, that I met. So we've been friends since um, about when I moved here uh, late uh, what, fall 2016. But we got extremely close spring 2017. Okay. And so we pretty much just created, you know, our own women empowerment group. And we have a chat and everything uh group message and you know we pour into each other you know we um you know share you know good news you know things we're working on you know send small prayers or scriptures or podcasts you know that we've listened to and just want to pass it on um but I haven't you know participated in a women empowerment event there is an event that is um that actually um just launched here in Nashville and it's called she did that company and it is a networking event um for black women entrepreneurs that's going to happen in September so I'm extremely excited about that you know I already purchased for it and one of my other friends um Nicole she has her own lucky sweet treat business and so you know she said I'm going to sign up to be a vendor and I'm like yes girl you know sign up to be a vendor I was like we're about to get our be like we are just super excited you know to get out I wish there was more women empowerment um events in Nashville but you know one day you know you know when this pandemic is over I would definitely love to have some type of women empowerment event or even you know try and have a virtual yes, women yes. empowerment event 
So that is something that I'm. Yes, that's really awesome. That's exciting. Um, I know here in Philly, I would say like women empowerment is kind of big. Um, I've been to a few women empowerment events before the whole pandemic had started. And um, one of the things I wanted to do this year, and I already had the stuff planned out, I actually was trying to travel outside of Philly to go to different places and do women empowerment like workshops and brunches. And so I was supposed to go out DC, New York and to Maryland, but because of the whole pandemic, it just shifted everything. So that's my goal for next year is to kind of like just go outside of Philly because I'm big into expanding outside the Philadelphia area. Even with my social media, Mm -hmm. I don't just want to stay connected with women who are from Philly. I feel like I have a good wide range of women from different areas that I connected with, even with you not being from the Philly area, but I'm big into that um, when it comes to expanding and going outside of like where I live at to meet other women. And so that was one of the things I wanted to do this year, but with the whole pandemic, of course, it kind of shifted things. So I'll be excited to get back to that, like going to events, even if I'm going to the event by myself, just being able to have that opportunity to connect with other women. And I would love to like do like a pop-up shop where I can, you know, bring some of my stuff from my brand and my books and things like that. So I do have a, yeah, so I do have a few things in mind, but like when this pandemic is over, I can't wait for us to actually like get together, even if, you know, I just come travel there, you come to Philly and we just have like a good time. So that's going to be, um, super exciting. Yes. 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 So (laughs) what advice would you give to someone who is scared to go after their dreams? Um, I would just tell them, um, don't wait to, you know, don't wait till you have it all together. Don't wait until everything is perfect. Just start. Go after your dreams. Do it afraid because God is right there with you every step of the way. I would tell them to pray. Ask God for direction. Ask him to order your steps. Wake up every morning and ask God, you know, God, how can you use me? Use me today. And step out on faith. Um, And, you know, I went through a training about two weeks ago and the host, um, he talked about how faith is a direction. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like either you're going to run from it or you're going to go through it. And I just feel like you have to go through it and just really trust God and be there every step of the way because my business is not perfect. My Mm -hmm. content is not perfect. My videos are not perfect. There's always room for improvement, but we have to remember the most successful entrepreneurs and business owners did not start off with everything being perfect. And so I would just tell them to start, start afraid and start. Exactly. No, I totally agree with it. Um, And people ask me all the time, like, how did I get started with everything that I'm doing? And just like you said, I tell people, I just started, even if I was fearful, I was worried, I was uncertain what the outcome would be. And I think sometimes most people are nervous of going after stuff because they worry about the financial aspect and things like that. And when I tell you, you have to put out more money first before you can back to you that was the same thing with me when it came to my marketing and everything that I'm doing now I had to put out money to see everything flourish the way that I wanted it to and you know I had to really truly step out of my comfort zone most of the things that I'm doing now in terms of my brand um, my book everything that I've done is literally something that God placed on my heart and it was totally up to me if Mm -hmm. I wanted to pursue it or if I wanted to shy away from it and I say you know what I'm pursuing it so anything that God gives to me a vision I just go for 
for it. And even if I don't know where to start, I just get started because everything will fall into place naturally as it should. It will, it will naturally just fall into place. You'll get connected with the right people and things like that. So everything will work out the way that it should. But you have to have that desire and that hunger within you to just start no matter what the outcome will be. And I think most times people are worried about what other people think when it comes to doing stuff that they don't pursue what they really want to and what I always tell people is that you can't get opinions from everyone when it comes to what you want to do if you already gave yourself confirmation that it's something you want to do you don't have to seek for you don't have to seek validation from anyone you can just naturally go after it and that's my mindset like anything that I want to do I used to get confirmation from people I used to let people discourage me from doing stuff but now I am a person whenever I think of something I'm like I'm just going to go for it and I don't know how it's going to turn out but at least I can say at the end of the day if it didn't work out as planned I know that I tried and I didn't just you know give up and not pursue it so um exactly I think that is most important so Alexis tell us what other exciting projects you're working on what do you have coming um so right now I'm building um in the process of building my website okay. Um, I did a major business move this past yes. week um, and hired a virtual assistant Good. to help me um, just because, you know, when I was talking about balance earlier, mm-hmm. um, you know, with work picking up and everything, you know, I work eight to four thirty every day. And sometimes I have clients to yes. coach. Sometimes I want to write my blog and days I need to tune into myself. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it was you know, it was crucial for me to hire a virtual yeah. assistant. You know, it was something that was major because, you know, she can help me, um, you know, manage my social media. She can help me get my website mm. going. Um, you know, I just feel like it's go yes. time. Like, I feel, yes. <laughs> you know, and, you know, like you said, you have to put out money in order for things to be how you want to, to be. And that's something that I am investing in and, I learned about virtual assistants about uh, two weeks ago when I went through a training and um, they had a mentorship program where they would pretty much take you through it and, you know, hire one for you, but you would have to pay, but you would have to pay, it was about Mm $2,000 and I felt like they provided me the wealth of knowledge that Mm -hmm. I needed. And I went out and did my research and figured out how to do it myself. And, you know, I don't know if I did it right. I don't know if I picked the right virtual assistant, but I did interviews okay. and I know what I'm looking for. You know, I you know, was able to talk to my business about her and everything. And, you know, I just feel like this is something that I need to invest in. You know, if it's not right or God wants to take me another direction, then he'll do it. But this is literally me and God. Like, that's all I have in yeah. my faith right now. And so... My number one thing is launching my website, getting my blog out. Um, You know, I'm not going to launch my coaching program until God has given me a vision about that and how he wants it to be created. And so as of now, you know, it's just going to be, you know, my website and my blog. And, you know, eventually I want to have my own women empowerment merch. And that's another vision I'm praying about. Um, But, yeah, that's really... um, 
what I'm working on awesome right well I'm excited for <laughs> everything you're doing I'm gonna be supporting you 100% at the front so I'm super excited you, and you know you can reach out to me with any questions or anything like that if you need anything the last question I have to end this off um, and then I want you to share with everyone your IG and stuff what does women empowerment mean to you women empowerment um, means to me is really just you know uplifting an ex-sister mm-hmm. if I win yeah win you know I'm taking everybody to the top of with course me. and so you know that's why I feel like I'm so passionate about helping women because I don't want nobody left behind I don't want nobody to miss out on their yeah. purpose because it's so much stuff happening into this world today every time you get on social media somebody done yes somebody through a depression yes. somebody's gonna commit suicide yes. and I just feel like now more than ever women we need to stick together and I hear so much about how you know women can be so fake Mm -hmm. and just not really helping each other and it be our own exactly black women and you know I want to let women know like not all women are like exactly you know I'm here to support you and so women empowerment is uplifting the next sister sticking together helping each other out you know you are far in the business and blogging more than I am and so it's an honor and I'm very thankful that you're offering you know to help me because sometimes people you know they could be you know at the next level but if you need help they you know don't want to share their best practices of with course, you yeah. and I feel like you have to support the next sister there's room for mm-hmm. everybody that's your purpose but that may very well be her purpose exactly and I just feel like when you're doing right by people um and when you're doing it out of kindness of your heart God is going to take exactly care of you no I totally agree and that's another one um reason that I bring women on to my podcast episode because I feel like it gives them the opportunity to put themselves out there so um, my first season of JD Inspo podcast, I had close to 630 listeners. And so, you know, the more people I bring on, they're able to get themselves out there. They can share what they do and something that a person is doing. It may be helpful to someone. They're like, hmm, I could actually mm-hmm. connect with her and work with her um, and I can learn something from her. So I definitely agree. There's opportunity for everyone to win. Some people just choose to work harder and smarter to get to where they want to be. And some people are just super consistent. But I believe it's nothing like helping a woman to get to where she wants to be because um you know you have to have that genuine spirit um that genuine like heart and soul within you to be able to help others and you know it should never be a thing of like envy or jealousy when you see another woman win or like holding off on resources I don't think it's, it's something just wrong with it if you are like that. But I think it's important for us to uh, work together, especially women of color, because I feel like we struggle with it to be able to help other women to not see each other as like competition or anything like that. But knowing we all have opportunity to win. So I totally agree with it. Um, so, Alexis, before we end this all, please share with everyone your IG of how they can stay connected with you. If you have a Facebook or your email so they can know where to reach you at. Yes. So, you know, you guys can follow me on my Instagram. My Instagram uh, name is I am the real underscore Lex. So I am T-H-E-R-E-A-L underscore Lex. Um, And so you can DM me, reach out anytime if you have any questions. You know, I'm happy to help. Um, You can also shoot me an email. Uh, My email is I am the real Lex at yahoo.com no spaces so I 
amtherealix at yahoo.com. Awesome. So make sure you guys follow her on IG, get connected connected with her reach out to her if you have any questions especially if you want to um get more involved into a coaching session with her feel free by all means to reach out to her but alexis thank you so much for coming on to this podcast episode today i truly appreciate you and i hope that um it was helpful to you yes thank you so much for having me i'm honored and so grateful that you reached out and given me this opportunity of course thank you so much alexis (laughs) take care Thank you, you too. All right, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. Um, I hope that this was inspiring to you and motivating to you in some way. Be sure if you're not to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, JDInspo underscore to stay connected with me. All right, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me and tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, JDInspo underscore, to stay connected with me and to see more of what I do. I truly appreciate all of you and take care until we meet again.